going on everyone welcome to another chat about the mandalorian i am armando with me as usual is pedro what's going on pedro hello hello so hey man what's going on man ladies and gents we have to apologize ahead of time because we skipped an episode last week because it was thanksgiving and yes sir um you know shit happens we got distracted and we weren't able to record the latest uh the episode four the siege but don't worry mm-hmm. worry not because we will be talking about episode four the siege and episode five the jedi all in this that's right episode. baby right now double decker episode double decker man that's how we're gonna do it so mm-hmm. strapping enjoy as usual we go straight into the episodes we do not have spoiler free talks so if you haven't seen it if you Mm -hmm. don't want to know what's going to happen if you don't want to know any theories or assumptions we could possibly make skip it or come back some other time or after you finish watching Mm -hmm. the episodes four and five to be specific but we will begin with episode four the siege and pedro Mm -hmm. what did you think about this episode um, I thought it was good. It was definitely a more fillerish type episode, but so one of the things we had talked about before is that you were excited to see how Carl Weathers' eyes, since this is the yeah. one that he directed. He directed this one. And it's kinda and it's kinda funny you said that because this is the only episode that actually had a mistake that everyone found out about. <laughs> <laughs> the jeans guy. <laughs> yeah. That was digitally removed the, um, this week. I know. So I, I watched the episode again over the weekend because um, my father-in-law, he was behind two episodes. So I thought, perfect, we're going to do, uh, you know, we're going to do our podcast. So I might as well have both of them fresh in my head. So I'm watching it and I'm about to pause right at the scene. And I'm like, fuck, where is it? I'm like, I don't see it. So we just kept going with the episode. And then when I looked it up, they said they had digitally removed it. I'm like, oh, yeah. man, I wanted to pause it yeah. to show them. But jeans guy. so a, a, a little bit of a tangent, but I found it so funny that that character quote-unquote character that mistake the crewman became of course you know how crazy the fans are they did a whole wikipedia uh (laughs) a wikipedia page about him nice they they called him admiral jeff blue jeans (laughs) (laughs) and they were going ham on a whole fucking like story like trying to make him canon somehow and they were doing all kinds of dumb shit of course you know as, as a joke and then when it finally got uh, when he finally got deleted, everyone was like, "Oh no, we created a whole mythos about him." <laughs> so I just thought it was kind of funny. I thought it was kind of funny that people just jumped on any chance to like, "Oh, let's have fun with this fuck up." So yeah. what's gonna be great about this is that it's gonna be some some good Halloween costumes of people just dressing regular and be like, "I'm James guy, <laughs> yeah, from the, from Mandalorian." Yeah, <laughs> So um, there's um, somebody did because you know the um, the Star Wars the classic Star Wars action figures from uh, Kenner, which were <laughs> yeah. you know the old school. I saw they that. did one of him. Jeans <laughs> guy, it, just classic, half his man. body like sticking out of a corridor. <laughs> oh man, no classic. fucking mercy. No man. But man. I just found it funny that of all episodes, it was Carl Weathers' episode. I'm like, he didn't see that. Yeah. Jesus. He didn't it, tell him, hey, hey, kid, move out of the way. No, he was like, you're great. Stay in the shot. <laughs> you know, I, I think at that moment, um, he was he was in the action, so he wouldn't seen. That's true. So it, w- it would have came to his, you know, second director or, or director of photography to kind of try to catch that, you know, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. they didn't. Obviously, they didn't. But mm-hmm. overall, his eye was was pretty good. It, it, felt, it yeah. felt classic to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, kind of mm-hmm. like there was nothing knew about it it was very old like you know in 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 frame and nothing 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 elaborate nothing swifty nothing you know none of this uh new shit mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. it just felt very steady cam type of type of thing and yeah, yeah. um and it was it was it was it was greatly shot dude yeah i enjoyed it yeah there's some good action scenes in there um i especially enjoyed that the the you know the one of the bigger ones when when the stormtroopers are jumping out of the when they're jumping out of the platform and they're going of their swoop the, bikes oh man that shit was amazing and they're all going vroom, 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 and then the camera follows them and then they, they start crashing it was like oh man this is amazing yeah. 
I thought that scene was so funny because uh, I'm watching it and you see them come out and they're swooping through and they're going down. I'm like, yo, look at these fucking badasses. And as soon as I say that, they just start crashing. <laughs> and I'm like, you dumbasses. Yeah. It's it's classic stormtroopers, so you, just, you know? Yeah. But it looks so good, though, then, the way uh, it was framed. Mm-hmm. So this episode was, uh, I guess, the quote-unquote big deal because... Uh, for starters, it brought back Cara Dune and Grief Karga as yep. uh, characters. So we got to see them back and we got to see where they are. So they're in that same planet where they were in the finale of one. And now Cara Dune is the marshal, you know, the whole sheriff in town taking care of business. And it starts off with her doing her whole action scene or whatever. And, you know, after watching this episode, I realized again, her acting really fucking sucks, man. Yeah, I, I don't know if it got worse. It's not that good. But I think it depends on the director who directs her. Yeah. Like, I was watching it, and I'm like, you're not good. So all of those, you know, rumors where people were like, she's going to get her spinoff show, I was like, I fucking hope not. She can't even carry an episode, let alone a series. I, I don't think so, they'll ever give her a spinoff. Maybe, maybe it was in the cards at some point, but then she went crazy on Twitter, and then... Um, Right, right, people, right. People, you know, fans kind of the backlash of her comments. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, just, yeah, yeah. It, it is dumb, but now that you brought that up, there is a way that they kind of wrote her off the show in a way at the very end. Yeah, they, they kind of yeah. Well, essentially, she, she can has join a, the resistance. I, yeah, and that's she it. can join the uh, the New Republic. There you go. <laughs> Where she can either join them and, you know, disappear from the show and go, you know, kick ass elsewhere or whatnot. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting when I saw that. I'm like, hmm, you kind of left it a little open-ended for her. Yeah. I wonder if it had anything, if, if it was just a coincidence or if it had to do with her tweets. Yeah. I, I, I think that was, you know, I think this was filmed before that even ever happened. Um, it's possible. They are at least written before that too. Yeah. So uh, you know, I don't think any of that is relevant. I think I think, like you said, the rumor was probably that there were potentially wanting to maybe do a spinoff with her, but at this point, it's not gonna happen anymore. It's mm-hmm. Definitely not. Um, and like you said, her acting does suck, man. And it's it's it, what's 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 weird about her is that sometimes it's good and sometimes it's not like it's just it's just weird yeah. dude. it's just some like at, at the end i think it just depends on who directs her and who who tells mm-hmm. who tries to get the best out of her because if you don't try to get yeah. the best out of her she's gonna she's just gonna do her wooden shit and then it's not gonna it's not gonna work well yeah um so it's you know it, it sucks i mean she, she's better than common in my opinion i mean common sucks <laughs> so is com- he the uh is he the bare minimum Common is like the most wooden motherfucker on screen, and I don't know how he keeps getting roles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's funny because today I was watching. Um, I was uh, I forgot what I was watching. It. I think you know I'm always on YouTube, so I'm always watching stuff. But I forgot what I was watching. They were giving me a uh, commercial that had um, Kevin Garnett in it, and I'm just like, man, mm. look at this guy. Look at that. He's not even doing he's anything, great. and he's being great. He was he was just doing this mm-hmm. doing this like this like stare down the stare down smoldering stare down and just kind of staring mm-hmm. at somebody like that, and the guy is like looking around and he just keeps staring at him, and the guy's looking around he's like he gets his water and he drinks his water and then Karen Garnett goes, and he drinks his water too, it was it was an alcohol it was alcohol uh, commercial oh okay so it was saying drink responsibly yeah. drink water while you drink, mm-hmm. so oh, but the commercial but you you gotta look it up. But the Kevin Garnett was just staring him down, and I'm like, he's doing mm-hmm. an amazing job just staring this dude down. He's not doing anything, and I I see everything. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like I don't mm-hmm. I don't get that from her. Like she she can't do no, that. She can't do that. And I feel like Common can't do that. He's he's terrible. He has this blank face <laughs> all the time. Like every every single every yeah. single movie I've ever seen, he has his blank face in. So I'm just like, man, if yeah. you guys want to get a new like quote unquote famous person to act just get Kevin Garnett dude he killed it in Uncut Gems and here you have him Mm -hmm. doing killing this shit here but that's beyond the point anyways she sucks and I think what it comes down to Mm -hmm. is whoever tries to get the best out of her and I don't think I don't think if if you don't try to do that you're not gonna get it and right like you you, you can clearly uh, see it in this episode Mm -hmm. you you saw it in this episode by the way Um, did 
I don't know if you noticed, but did she gain weight? She looked thicker, right? Because I think she she was I a mean, little bit slimmer in the other one. In that season. The thing is, I hadn't seen... I mean, season one's not really fresh in my head. I just know she's big because I've seen her fighting, you know? So, yeah. I mean, she just looked as bulky as... Maybe it's a costume thing, a color thing, but yeah, I mean, she looked big because everyone that we've seen in all the other episodes before that was small. Yeah. So, Cause when I, you go I, week I, by week with small people and then you see her, you're like, this chick's going to fuck you up. Yeah. So, I, I, I don't watching, know if um, it's like necessarily... Because hmm? a few months ago, I watched some of the first few episodes and I saw her. And I, I, oh, I so, you did, so it, you did see the couple. I felt like she, 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 she got, you know, thicker. Um, I was like, man, she 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 looks a little bit, you know, different in this show. Uh, but yeah, she, I mean, her character herself, it was uh, her her transition to a cop was interesting because she was the type of person who didn't want, who wanted to stay away from any all those things, right? Oh yes. So mm-hmm. that's an interesting transition they did for her as a yeah, character. Yeah. And then you know, uh, um, Carl Weathers became the mayor essentially, the governor, whatever right. you want to call it. Exactly doing paperwork and all that shit yeah he cleaned up the town yeah good good on him good on him so you know uh i guess i'm just so uh, i'm just expecting a lot of shady characters in this show because you know he's always dealing but when carl weathers is like yeah go over to the base you know we're gonna take him out and he's like what did you want that for and he's like oh i just want to destroy it i don't know why there was something about that that dialogue and that interaction that made me like get red flags where i'm like no there's something there he wants that he's gonna use, and they're gonna not necessarily become enemies, but it's kind of kind of be a moment where Mando's gonna be like, "Yo, what the fuck? You lied to me." Obviously, none of that happened, but that, th- no. those are the red flags going in. Like no, the yeah. whole time, I was a little suspicious. Like Carl Weathers clearly isn't a villain. No, but I kind of had a uh, I kind of had a moment where I'm like, I think you guys are gonna go against each other a little bit again. But he, nope, he's the type of person just... who who goes for his interest, and he's always been that. Right. So, you know. I thought they were going to go that route. And well, you felt, I felt that too. I'm like, ah, oh, something, something, he, he wants something, you know. Something I feels off. Yeah, something yeah. just felt off. Maybe it was just um, the way he delivered the lines. Could be. But I, I, at, the, I, I would, at one point, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. They are still getting along. But at the same time, I'm like, ah, it would have been nice if it was a little something, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Like, yeah, just yeah, to yeah, add no, to it. Sure. And, and, you know, and then in this episode, you get the, the, the big reveal quote-unquote of the episode is that you know that Mm -hmm. was a lab of clones which i keep saying to you that i felt it was a precursor to um well to what's this guy's name snoke uh snoke so you might be right in a way but they weren't clones they were people that they were grabbing and injecting with midichlorians because they kept saying the m count you know they need a specimen with a higher m count so obviously they were yeah so obviously they were injecting them with uh baby yoda because he's still baby yoda at this point we're not at that episode yet so baby yoda um it's blood or midichlorians are getting pumped into them and then it has crazy side effects and it's like fucking killing them or like mutating they're doing some weird shit so yeah, obviously the end game is for that experiment is to have soldiers that yeah. can use the force. For sure. Or at the very least, at the very least have a type of spider sense, you know. Yeah. Cuz cuz you know that's also something the force wielders have where they can almost kind of see into the future for like a split second to be able to dodge things. So that's what I took it as. I didn't necessarily take it as clones, but I guess I took it as clones. creating I, I guess injecting the force into anything also is kind of what they did with Snoke anyway. So, yeah, you might be on to something. That it's yeah. part of that. You, you know why but, I say that? But because the way... The... No, no, you first. Oh, okay. No, because I was saying the way... The reason why I say that is because, you know, Carl Weathers is like the... the uh, he, he mentioned somewhere that I don't know why the Republic keeps trying to control the outer regions... When not even yeah. the Republic could have controlled... I mean, not even the Empire controlled the uh, other regions. The Empire could have done it. Mm-hmm. So, but that made me feel like... Th- there's... Th- him saying that, it's not a throwaway line. And the whole thing with um, uh, Palpatine being in the outer regions, because he literally was in the outer regions, I feel like that mm. was his realm. His, mm. his back end of mm. his realm was in the outer regions. So I feel like that was the beginning... 
that was uh the beginning because you I know at this point we see that that you the Palpatine was was dead and re- resurrected himself within a clone of himself or some stupid shit like that. I don't know exactly how he survived because they're, they're never they're never really clear about that. But I think no. the the consensus was that he downloaded himself to a clone or some shit like that. Um, yeah, kind of. So I feel like this was him experimenting more with clones to try to get a body that had the power that he needed. Uh, or some shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's why I, I took it as. Yeah, I don't. Uh, when you the outer rim is the outlawed person, the the outlawed section where like the huts are and like. The outlaws, not necessarily. So the unknown regions is more of where Palpatine was, which is also something that they dive into in Rebels with Thrawn and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's more of that section. So it's not exactly the same. But again, who the fuck knows? With Star Wars, you could change and retcon anything. But but I I definitely wasn't getting those vibes, though. When when you said the, the Outer Rim, to me, it was really just, this is where all the criminals, this is where the mafia is. Like, they're, they're not even gonna try it. Yeah, that's how I viewed it. But yeah, uh, it, overall, it was a good episode, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I I thought I thought it was good. Um, it's not as good as the next one. <laughs> no, no. But wait, before we get to the next one, because I know I'm super excited for the next one too. But um, there was one theory that I kind of had about Gideon that I kind of liked. So when they finally show Moff Gideon at the end, he's surrounded by these black stormtrooper looking guys. Everyone's thinking they're the dark troopers that were used in, you know, the expanded lore, which are essentially yep. like souped up stormtroopers. So, right? Yeah, some of them are robotic. I guess in one in another form, they ended up just being like super soldier type level. So clearly that's what they're hinting at, whether they're going to be robots or just souped up versions of uh, stormtroopers that are like extra strong or something. Who knows? But I kind of like the idea. Like, they almost look zombified, you know, if they're not robotic. Yeah. They're just kind of just sitting there. So I, I like the yeah. idea of Moff Gideon being a Dr. Frankenstein who's experimenting with different things. You know, the midichlorian counts for the clones or whatnot. He is. At, at this point, and, he is. He has yeah. his hand in a lot of shit. So I kind of like that idea that they're doing a villain that isn't just... Because, you know, all the Star Wars villains, for the most part, except for maybe Thrawn... They're all about force. Like, oh, he's strong. Oh, he's fast. He's strong. Oh, he's grievous. He's strong. Darth Vader's strong. Like, everyone's always got to be stronger. Everyone's always got to be, like, better. And it's like, well, I kind of like the ex- idea of a except, smarter. Um, except, uh, uh, what's his name? Tarkin, maybe? Tarkin. Tarkin was not strong. He was just You're right. smart. Tarkin was smart, yeah. So Tarkin, Thrawn, and I kind of like that Moff Gideon is going that route as well, where he's more of the outsmart and in this case he has his own little niche of um he's kind of like the lucius fox of of the empire the experiments the the black ops type shit i kind of like that idea and um i'm i'm excited to see where that's gonna go i i just like that he's a different villain than the usual like at least that's the vibe i'm getting so far so yeah i agree And, and and it's interesting i would like to see how he would use those those uh super soldiers he has mm-hmm. um it's it's a it's a nice little peek into the future of what he could potentially use against Mando to, to capture you know the child mm. um so like I, I wonder at what point that's gonna take over because i feel like i feel like i um so far we haven't really touched gideon and i felt that he was gonna be overall one of the bigger arcing enemies this looming presence that's always going to happen in every episode, and it hasn't yeah. seemed that way. Well, he's confirmed so. to be casted still in season three. So that's probably more of that. Or they can always just kill him off this season, and he's a flashback in the next season. Technically, they can do whatever they want. Uh, I, I hope not. It's, it'll be too fast. I don't think so either. I, 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 I think he's going to be the overarching villain for quite a while. Yeah, I hope so. Um <laughs> That actor's great, and he looks. He he. I think he deserves more screen time at this point. A hundred percent. Hopefully, hopefully we have what three episodes left. Um. So I feel like these next three are gonna be pretty much. Um. You're right. What more. it's. Uh, it's gonna be pretty much what um. It has to be about Gideon at this point. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't really want to see any more Clone War cameos. I, I feel we need to move on from that. We had two great ones, and I think at this point we got to keep keep them keep the story moving. We'll see. We'll see because they could technically still do. Because okay, so we haven't gone into the next episode yet, but uh, Robert Rodriguez is directing an episode. Which one? The next one? Uh, they don't know yet. It says TBA. But Robert Rodriguez is directing an episode, and I think Taika is directing an episode. So, and then Rick Famuyiwa. Yeah, I was about to say, we're still missing the Famuyiwa one. So maybe Taika isn't directing. Maybe I misheard that one. But definitely Rick and definitely Robert Rodriguez. So that leaves the last episode to be a John Favreau one, because he always likes to direct his own stuff. So maybe those are the last three. So I'm thinking the Robert Rodriguez and the Rick one... Well, the Robert Rodriguez, at, at least, that one is going to be filler, I'm guessing. And then maybe the last two is where they really start hitting home. Kind of like in season one. In season one, the last two episodes is where it was pure plot. Well, right here it says that Famuyua, Famuyua uh wrote episode seven. So that means he's directing seven. Yeah, he's directing seven. I'm 99% sure that Robert Rodriguez is doing the next episode. So I think the next episode's filler. Then Rick... And John Favreau gets story episodes that probably be more Gideon and more whatever. I don't know. Maybe they'll just save Ahsoka for another season again or something. But who knows? So the the, the Asian director, she's not doing. She no, doing she, anything this season. She, I I think it's because she's doing a uh, solo, uh, not solo. I'm tripping. Uh, Obi Wan. Uh no. Um, Obi. Yeah. Yeah. She's okay. the she's the 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 lead, the showrunner of Obi. So. So there you yeah. have it. Interesting. Deborah. Let's see how that plays uh-huh. out then. Deborah Chow. There you go. Deborah Chow. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so this leaves. So yeah, it should be interesting. This leaves the episode that we were most excited for this season. Which we, with a big obvious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a big obvious uh, theorized that this was going to be the Ahsoka episode. Mm-hmm. So we we're talking about episode five the jedi chapter 13 pedro what did you think about this episode i fucking loved it so i know we we talked about it a little bit at work but when i was going into the so okay so what happened was i knew that there was going to be i knew that there was going to be um spoilers all over the internet so i woke up early on friday because i had friday off I woke up Friday and I was like, I got to watch this episode. So I woke up at 9 a.m., which is early as fuck for me. And then I started watching it and I'm thinking, as you know, the credits are about to start rolling, you know, the opening sequence, I'm like, man, Ahsoka's probably going to come out at the end. And then five seconds into the episode, I was like, oh, shit, this is awesome. Right from the get-go, amazing opening scene. The whole fucking fight scene was amazing. Ahsoka's there kicking ass. And she's going all straight ninja, hiding in the smoke. Every time she turns on her lightsaber, she fucks people up. She turns it off, hides again. It was very, um, and I'm playing Assassin's Creed right now, so I was kind of like, oh shit, very Assassin's Creed. (laughs) So I was very happy with that, especially the opening scene. That got me like, fuck yeah. It's everything I was waiting for. Yeah. Um. I agree. I was just, I felt the exact same way as you. I was like, oh, this is just going to happen till the end. Like, There's no way that they're going to uh, introduce Ahsoka you know, at the beginning. And lo and behold, two seconds into the episode, you see the lightsabers. And I was just like, oh, my God, dude. I got the biggest chills mm-hmm. and goosebumps just seeing those lightsabers. I was like, ooh, man. Ahsoka's yeah. here this early? Wow, dude. I was amazed. Like, It was... I, I would never expect them to do that. I, I, I didn't. Think so either. Honestly, I, I didn't expect that. I'm just like, Jesus, this is the most amazing thing for them to start off like this. Because mm-hmm. um, it, it didn't keep you waiting. It didn't keep you guessing. It just been like, here, bam, there she is, you know? Um, and I think Rosario Dawson killed it, dude. Yeah. She felt very Ahsoka to me. Yes. And the, the way, way she, she acted. Talked, the way her... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it was just like Ahsoka. And... Um, I really, really enjoyed it, man. It was, it was just amazing to finally see this character, uh, on screen. Mm-hmm. You know, 
and and bring how they brought her into the live action which is a a character that people really wanted to see and they did it and they killed it yeah they did a great job what more can i say so uh visually one of the things i noticed it was after the fight scene and everything i was like man her they call him leku or liku the the tails i'm like man they're really short it's kind of weird that they did that like she has the length that she did in clone wars but obviously, if you watch Rebels, hair. if you watch Rebels, her tails are up to her waist. And here, it was still up to her chest, which is Clone Wars length. So I was like, why would they do that? So I started looking it up. And the stunt coordinator was the one that answered the question. He was pretty much saying that it had to do with all the the stunts that Rosario and her double had to do. That just, fl- you know flinging around and all that shit the tails were like all over the place and they were fucking with her choreography so you're like just for the sake of you know just for the sake of making the stunts and the fight scenes look good just had to shorten it and i'm just like you know i'm okay with that it looks weird uh at like if you're hardcore and you notice it, you're like oh that's a little off but honestly i was just so excited to see her period that i didn't even care about nitpicking it was just you know a bunch of people on the internet like ah what the fuck and i'm like i don't care and it makes sense yeah. why they would do it because yeah, that shit is gonna fling around. It's a fucking prosthetic. Yeah, uh, when when I first saw her and she, you finally fully see her. That's the first thing I noticed was how short they were. Mm-hmm. I was like, oof, these are very <clears throat> short. But like you said, I didn't care because she's I'm like she's there, like there she is. Like I didn't give a fuck at that point. Yeah. Um, but I would. I, I I read. I also read that article, and you know, I agree with it for sure. Like you, you, it, it's practical. So if you. It's a practical effect, so they had to go the practical way, you know, if they wanted to keep mm-hmm. it there and, and have Rosario and her stunt do yeah. Rosario stumped up and do crazy stunts. But what I think they should have done is they should have just green screened the rest. Uh, I knew you, you know, were gonna they, say that. They, they should have done so you're saying they should have done what uh No, keep it practical name? and then at the end do the green screen tips and then just green screen the rest. Hmm. I thought you, you, you want to keep the practicalness. Yeah, I, I I thought what you meant was that they were just going to CG the tails. Period. Kind of like how um, no, damn, what's this fucking guy's name? Uh, Snyder, Zack Snyder. He just CGs capes. What the capes? Yeah, yeah. No, but and that's but, for action but with sequences. Her, it, yeah, yeah, and, and and it makes sense. But for her, you needed to see the physical weight of her mm-hmm. hair on her head. Yeah, you yeah, couldn't yeah. really CG that. It would just look bad. It would look fake. It looked stupid. So I think that they should have just CG'd the tips and made them longer. That's it. Mm. Like, I, it's a uh, um, maybe they didn't want to spend that much money doing that or whatever. Yeah, they definitely didn't. Uh, but I think it would have worked if they wanted to go for that. You know, they mm-hmm. they the practical with the CG. I think it would have made sense. Mm-hmm. Um, because the thing is that those long hairs give her her long tails give her that weight of age. That she right. had in, a, in in Rebels, and mm-hmm. Rebels, you saw her age because of how long her tails were. Yeah, like, yeah. oh man, she's old now, you know. Um, so the the, the left she had was, was her clone, like her her younger yeah. self. It's 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 funny yeah. because she looks younger now because of the tails, and then you look at a uh, Starbuck as uh, Bo-Katan, and you're like, man, she's really young for like fifties. So it's like. Yeah. Uh, Dave Filoni's like, no, nah, I couldn't let my, my my wifey's look old or some shit. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, and I, I'm I'm okay with it. I'm all okay with it. But I I think they could have done the practical in the CG. You know, practical mm-hmm. on top, CG at the bottom, and I think it would have I think it would have still looked good. Yeah, yeah. Um, because the thing is, that if you notice on, like in Rebels, if I remember correctly, they didn't really move that much even when she, even when she was in the action. So it's not like they had to. Um, do anything weird with that mm-hmm. and plus she was cloaked so even the back tail you barely saw it until she fought that one on one and yeah. the moment when she was uh, hanging out with the child but I think they could have done it then honestly mm-hmm. I, feel, I feel like they could have you know spent the extra what maybe $20,000 to get it in I don't know I don't know um, whatever <clears throat> much it costs to do that so plot wise on the episode I I found it very interesting that this is another one that it seems like it's treating it as filler, but then they start dabbling in 
uh, big plot points that move it along. So a lot of plot points. A lot, a lot of plot points. So you're kind of thinking like, oh, is it another adventure of the week? And you're not wrong. It is an adventure of the week, but it's it's littered with stuff that progressed the story and revealed a lot of things. So the plot itself of the episode was very. It reminded me the fuck out of the Yojimbo movie, or like you know the remake Fistful of Dollars, the whole city that's under like rule and everyone's too scared to talk to the protagonist when he's there and then they think the protagonist is like a badass hotshot so they try to hire him to take out the competition and what he ends up doing is just having them fight each other until there's no one left and then the the town is saved so it's just like yeah that's exactly what happened this episode it's totally yojimbo just star wars out which it's interesting because Dave Filoni's always done that. He's always uh, used the Kurosawa movies like Seven Samurai, you know, um, stuff like that in um, in his uh, Clone Wars episodes. So it seems like he's continuing that. You know, st- if you're going to steal, steal from the great. So I just, mm-hmm. I just thought that was kind of interesting. A lot of the shots reminded me a lot of, of Yojimbo, especially the one where um, Ahsoka goes back to actually fight in the uh at at the end in the town and then there's all the soldiers on one side you know the hks and everything and then her on the other it's just that that shot i was like yep this is totally kurosawa so i thought that was really cool it was a nice throwback yeah it was it was beautifully beautifully shot too did you recognize um the actor that played as the muscle for the bad guys no that's michael bean i don't know if you know who that is He's Kyle no. Reese in the original Terminator. Oh, shit. Yeah, and he's in Aliens, the second Aliens with James Cameron. He's one of the ones that survives. Wow, he's Hicks. Yeah, he's fucking old. <laughs> Damn. And he, he I, I looked at him. I, I looked at him and I'm like, man, you look like him, but you can't be him. And then I started hearing the talking and his voice is super raspy. But I was like, yeah, dude, that's totally him. He got fucking old. Because, I mean, I, the last yeah. time I saw him was, like, early 2000s. So, I mean, it's been about 20 years. So, I suppose it makes sense that he would look like that. But it's just so crazy. Because, yeah. you know, um, what's his name? Ringo in Tombstone. Like, he has a couple of pretty iconic roles in the past. But he hasn't really had anything for the last 20 years. So, no. yeah, no, it makes sense. Now, that being said, I was like, oh, cool. You know, they got a nice, like, 80s action star. That's, that's pretty well known, you know, back then. So I thought they were going to use him a little better. But really, it just seemed like just cannon fodder. Didn't use it much. I didn't. Yeah. I, I actually would have preferred if at the end, you know, where they kind of have that standoff and he's like, he would you have know, walked away. Yeah, he pretty much would have been genuine with what he said. Like, yeah, I'm just doing it for the money. This cause isn't it. It's not worth dying over. Cool. Let's just bygones be bygones you have a beskar suit and i have a fucking gun it's not gonna work so instead he goes for the whole shooting and then he shoots him and i'm like really we did that yeah whatever that was my my thing my gripe i'm like it would have been cool if he would have just been kept in the back pocket for like a use in the future you know Either they work together yeah, or he ends cool. up or he ends up working with the villains again and he's like, You again? He's like, Yep, I just keep choosing the wrong side, huh? Or whatever. You know, anything. Yeah, like like a playful a playful banter. Okay, so the main reason why I would have liked it is I would have liked to have seen a character of what Mando would have been without meeting the child. Because Mando was all about the money. Yeah. So he was all like, Oh, you You're pay right. me, I'll do it. Old Mando would have tried to kill Ahsoka back in the day. Yeah. So it just would have been nice to have this guy be the OG Mando in a way. But clearly that was wishful thinking. They didn't go that route. So I was a little disappointed in that. I I felt it was a a wasted character, unfortunately. And and the magistrate was uh, uh, Bruce Lee's granddaughter. Uh, Goddaughter. Goddaughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had to look her up too because I'm like, this chick clearly knows how to fight. She was doing choreo. So I wanted to look her up. I'm like, I guarantee she's a, a stunt woman. She has to be. Especially since I've been watching the uh, Corridor Crew uh, stuntman reviews. And I always see stuntman who they throw reaction. in. So it's some in React. There you go. And I was like, yeah, I bet she's one of them. And then, yeah, I happened to look it up and see that 
She's the daughter of Dan Inosanto, which is Bruce Lee's training partner. So I thought that was pretty sick. Yeah, it was cool, man. Yeah, I like how they throw throw in these random people that uh, that you you don't really know or or see that often, and they just pop up like, oh, look at that. this person's here. Mm-hmm. How great! Yeah, I like that. It's pretty cool. Yeah, when I saw the way the, so the way she moved instantly, I was like, yep, they got her for a fight scene. She's let's a fighter. Wait till, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So let's get into the big stuff of this episode. You know, uh-huh. the actual. Um, yeah story bits story bites whatever you want to call it um mm-hmm. we finally revealed the child's name yeah which was pretty cool grogu mm-hmm. grogu i like and it it's a nice name weird but nice it's star wars um, enough to work you know star wars enough to work yeah uh i did enjoy that she had this telepathic communication with him you mm-hmm. know that it was just this force the force essentially was feeding the conversation right um i really enjoyed that aspect you know because you, you could tell that the child was kind of excited to actually like talk to someone mm-hmm. about shit you know yeah um, I, and we, I, we, we find out a lot about him i thought it was so cool that as soon as she says you know his name is grogu and you see baby yoda go Ooh, and like like kind of look in the direction <laughs> yeah like oh and then uh mandel goes grogu and that's when he goes oh and like looks at him so like <laughs> So that was like confirmation, like, yep, that's definitely his name. He's reacting to it. And he got into super dad mode, like the most dad mode that he's ever been in, which I thought was pretty funny. He's like, come on, you can do it. Move the rock. And of course, he won't move the rock. And then we know already in the very beginning, he was playing with that sphere, you know, trying to get it. So we knew that was coming. And that was cool to see all that finally come together. Something that they had been, you know hinting at or, or playing around with since season one so yeah i thought it was good and yeah, I, it was cool it was great yeah i really liked that um they kept ahsoka true to her character and when it came to like training the child so you had mentioned before you had read rumors of the you know that um grogu was gonna be a potential sith or dark side because of the certain things that he was doing like when he force choked this chick or you know like just him like just being angry and all that stuff and you were you, you guys were onto something i was kind of like ah it's just child tendencies or whatever but obviously i wasn't thinking that it's been 50 years and the child was probably getting trained beforehand and here it finally all comes forth she's like so much fear in you and I can't train trauma, you. Though. He's been through some shit. Yeah, you've seen things. Uh, you're attached to this person, to Mando. And if anything were to happen to him, you would lose your shit and probably kill everyone around you with your force powers. So her saying that I won't train him because I've seen what it does to the best of us. I was like, ooh. I was like, I felt that shit. I was like, damn. Yeah. She's right. Like that's have- totally. <laughs> it's totally in character for her. Yeah, it is. It is because. So yeah, I was reading. Uh-huh. No, no, I was, I, I was reading it. I was reading an article that, you know, they were I'm pretty sure you probably saw it too. They 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 were stating that maybe that it could be true that she's not training him for the Anakin reasons, but it could also be that she tell up when she's telepathically talking mm-hmm. to him that the child doesn't want to be trained by her. He yeah. doesn't want to leave Mando. So they're so, they're theorizing that it, it could it could probably maybe that's the excuse she gave Mando. Yeah. But maybe it's the child who didn't want to leave Mando, who didn't want to get trained by her. Yeah. So, so that's what she uh, was like, go somewhere and maybe he, he'll find somebody who he will want to get trained with. Yeah, I, I, I didn't catch that, but Shanti, uh, when I was watching with my wife, she was like, Oh yeah, they totally had a conversation and he was like, Keep me with my dad, <laughs> you know. And I'm like, Really? Yeah. You think so? I'm like, I don't know. But 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 she well, also she, thought the she same. gave him she gave him a look. I I I would justify that because at the end she gave Grogu like a look, like mm-hmm. like yeah like, yeah okay yeah she did. I see now you know, so mm-hmm. I feel like that that could that look could have meant like all right you're right about what you said or mm-hmm. yeah we sh- you should do what you feel that you should do type of thing mm-hmm. you know, I so I I feel like they might have had a conversation about it, um, and and I think that led to that um, it's possible that look she gave at the end at the end was very 
was very like you are you're 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 where you're supposed to be type of mm. look it wasn't mm-hmm. like oh man you know good luck with your life or something it's kind of like hmm. yeah it like, could be the, 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 they're okay type of look you know yeah it could be it was it wasn't a worry it wasn't like anything weird it was just it was a, it was a reassuring mm-hmm. ending that she had like when she looked at him they, they, she had a little thing with him and then when they were flying away and she was, she was just staring like these people are going to be okay type of look it wasn't mm-hmm. a like a, a like a weird look it was just it was very very like I reassure yeah. you. I keep saying the same thing, but that's the best thing I can use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, um, it's, it's possible that that's what it was, but I, I, I didn't really catch that the first time. Watching it the second time, I can kind of see it, but I, I, I don't think so. I think it really was just her saying that, like, yeah, I don't want to train the kid. So, yeah, and, and we could also lead into that. So, the same article said that, you know, Ahsoka party talked to Groku about the thing that she was doing, what she mm-hmm. was trying to do, her mission. You know, because Grogu can't talk, so <laughs> yeah, so he's not gonna tell anybody the the thing. But so maybe she she did mention to him like, "Hey, uh, I'm going on this journey. I'm trying to find this. I'm here because of this X reason." So like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if I even have time to train you because right. I have too much shit to do. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, so it could be. That's another thing. Yeah, so it, it's it, it was an interesting idea of of mm-hmm. of. Of yeah, it could be the Anakin, the whole Anakin idea, but it could also be that they talked about it and they're like, "Let's just better leave the way the things are." You know, mm-hmm. you'll find somebody who could be there for you, type of thing. I could see that. Um, right before those scenes, there was a couple details that I really liked that they showed. So right before Mando meets Ahsoka, in um, on top of the tree, you can see that Morai is there, which is the owl, which is essentially like yeah. The spirit animal, animal embodiment of light side that's kind of her guardian angel type thing. There's a lot going on. Yep. Yep. As soon as I saw it, I saw it immediately. I was like, oh shit, there it is. She's coming out. Yeah. That's the first thing I saw too. And when she came out and she fucking started slashing, I was like, oh shit. And when this dude started blocking it with his Beskar, I was shocked because I was like, wow, I didn't know Beskar was that fucking strong. (laughs) Me neither. Me neither. I was like, okay. But that also makes sense. Yeah, the Lothcat came out. But the Beskar being that strong also makes perfect sense because the Jedi and the Mandalorians had a very, like, bloody war, uh, Old Republic times, you know? So th- this that, that them saying that kind of solidify Old Republic. At least parts of it. Because, you know, they like to pick and choose their cannons. Kind yeah, of like of Thrawn and so on, you know? So they're like, oh, I like this. Let me keep this. So, yeah, it kind of solidifies parts of Old Republic for sure. But when I saw that, I kind of started putting two and two together. I'm like, oh, so that's how they were able to fight against Jedi because their armor was fucking awesome. And they're the only ones that know how to make Beskar like that. That's why when the Empire had it, they just had it in those little bricks. They didn't know how to solidify it into anything. Yeah. So, I was like, pretty cool. But that being said, Beskar is super fucking, like, crazy strong then because he's taking all these hits yeah. uh he's taking well, lightsaber blasts i'm just like this guy's practically in god mode right now like <laughs> he's got that game yeah, shark he, on he man <laughs> he does, he does. <laughs> unlimited health at this point um it, it, and it but it, it makes sense like you said because they, they of that war how else would you fight the jedi if you didn't have the best if, armor if possible? you didn't have the armor yeah it, 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 you would all make sense up. Yeah, it, it, that was pretty cool. That that whole idea, um, but yeah. So le- let's have a conversation about what Ahsoka said to the Mando that he has to go to the Jedi planet, right, and put uh, Grogu into the altar. Yeah, so for, so he could reach out into the Force. Yeah, so the planet's called Tython, and Tython supposedly, according to you know legends, because you know. Things are being canon little by little, but according to legends, that's the birthplace of the Jedi with the first Jedi temple. But of course, Ryan Johnson gave us Last Jedi, and Last Jedi said that Octo is the first Jedi temple. So we'll see who wins that war when it comes to what's the real canon. <laughs> Clearly Mandalorian. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck about the sequel trilogy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting. They're slowly... 
What, what, what do they what do they call that when they change something? They're slowly um uh, retcon retconning retconning their own new stuff. Yeah, yeah. So um yeah. So pretty much get to Tython, get to the first Jedi Temple, and put Grogu atop the t- and see who comes, and it'll call a Jedi. So I've seen some rumors saying that maybe it won't be a Jedi, maybe it'll be a Sith. But then I'm thinking, who the fuck could that possibly be? Because Maul is dead. So I don't know. I'm thinking it is a Jedi, but which Jedi? And I know we had a little bit of that conversation earlier. Where yeah, we could we could have it again. So who so, do you think? Uh, so I have a few possibilities, but my big one is the one that you agree with. I think it's going to be Ezra. Yeah. But it well, could also technically, just because the timeline syncs up and they want to bring in this actor, supposedly it could be Luke because they want to have Sebastian Stan play as Luke. It's possible. But there's a couple other be. ones that they can play around with. So Cal Kestis. Cal Kestis from the video games. Uh, and they have the actor. And yeah. then there's Quinlan, Quinlan Voss, which was uh, yeah. from uh, Clone true. Wars with the paint on his face, the black dude. He survives, mm-hmm. and even George Lucas confirmed that he stayed alive on purpose to be used later. No one has been using him, which is kind of disappointing. So technically, no. you can go that route, no too. Has. So out of the top of my and head, those are... big with the feelings. Yeah. Out of the top of my head, those are four Jedi that can show up. But I'm leaning more towards Ezra just because it's kind of Dave Filoni's baby and you know yeah. if you brought up Thrawn anyways you might as well bring up Ezra since they're both part of the same thing and, and that's thing. where I and and that's where I agree with you right cuz it's the whole thing with this is Dave Filoni trying to complete his 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 long journey at this point you know mm-hmm. um Ahsoka's looking for Thrawn last thing we know about Thrawn is that he got hyperspace along with Ezra yeah. So I think she's looking for Thrawn in order to find Ezra. You know, mm-hmm. that's the whole reason why she's doing this. It's not because she's trying to find Thrawn to kill him or anything. She's just trying to find Ezra. Yeah. That's the, literally the whole point of this was this for her to find Ezra. Makes sense. So I feel that Ezra finds them before Ahsoka finds Ezra, right? Mm-hmm. And the reason why I think Ezra will be the right fit is like I was telling you earlier, um, Ezra was was not trained in a proper Jedi way. Right. Ezra is was a force sensitive child that was going through trauma because mm-hmm. he was uh, his parents died. He was left alone. He was he was essentially a Latin but with superpowers. Right. Right. Um, yeah. And so he was trained at an old age by uh was it Kanan? I forgot his name right now. Kanan um, Jarrus. Uh Kanan. He was trained by Kanan and Kanan didn't train him in the proper Jedi way. He taught mm-hmm. him Jedi stuff, but he didn't he didn't teach him the Jedi code. You know, cuz uh uh Kanan himself was attached to people he mm-hmm. was right right he felt all that all those things right mm-hmm. the same thing that that uh Ezra had Ezra had darkness in him and he was able to overcome it because of 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 Kanan and not being trained in the proper Jedi way because i think if he was trained in the proper Jedi way he would have turned over to the dark side right but the fact that he doesn't do that he he's uh Ezra's also a Jedi who feels yeah you know he's a very feeling type of Jedi and it could just perfectly he could he could train the child perfectly can you say this is almost like a segue it's almost a segue into their version the Disney canon version of Grey Jedi well that, that, that I mean that's what the last Jedi should have done right you know but, what I'm saying I've I've been saying this for the longest time. Like they need to introduce the 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 gray Jedi's, you know, because the, the whole point is that is the central balance of mm-hmm. the light and dark. That is the balance of the force. You being able to control your lightness, control your darkness, and have light at the same time. That's mm-hmm. literally you are literally the the balance in the force, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. And the Jedi way close you off from humanity mm-hmm. and the the Sith 
dug in too much into the humanity, like into your hum hum, hum uh your what is it? Your 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 humano what is it? needs or whatever it is called. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Your your humano instincts or whatever. It is. I forgot how to. Yeah, your your, your primal instincts. Exactly. So it's kind of like you need both of them. You can't have one or the other. You need mm-hmm. to have both in order to be a complete person. Exactly. So this this should be this should lead into that, and I, I hope it does. Yeah, it'd be nice because if it Ahsoka does. is kind of there. Ahsoka is kind of there if you think about it. Ahsoka is a person who left the Jedi Order, but she still maintained her Jedi ways. Mm. But she still <clears throat> was able to be human about her Jedi ways. You know, she was never like, oh, you know, fuck everybody. I'm gonna do the code, anything the code says. You know, she wasn't like that. Yeah. So, um, it, it's. I think that's a very important thing in Star Wars that mm-hmm. needs to happen. Yeah. I'm interested in seeing how it is because Thrawn, you know, the Thrawn, Thrawn's had like six books, maybe, told about him right now, and diving into that, because, you know, there's there's big rumors, it's almost confirmed at this point, that Ahsoka's going to have her own spinoff show. So maybe the spinoff show yeah, is going to be is gonna be her with, you know, pretty much the ending of Rebels, if you think about it. It'll be the ending of Rebels. Yeah. And when I think about that, it makes me realize that Ezra's not going to be the one in Mando when he gets to the temple. Because Ezra is going to be in the Unknown Regions with the Chiss, which is uh, Thrawn's uh, race, with um, Sabine and Ahsoka. I think that's going to be, that live action is going to be the Rebels sequel. So that's why, I mean, Ezra does make sense for what we're saying. You know, aren't many Jedi left. Let's see who trains uh, Grogu. But the more I think about it, the more I think, no, it's totally going to be in the spinoff show. There's going to be something else, someone else that's going to pop up in that scene. Maybe even a whole other original character that will they'll tie in. Who knows? Because that whole Thrawn storyline of the Chiss ascendancy, that's what they call themselves. They're like an isolationist group that they go around and they pretty much input spies to see who can be their allies or who they can turn against or who they can destroy. So there's so much plot in there that hasn't been developed yet. So that's going to be a whole other show. They're not going to fuck around with Mandalorian with that plot. Mandalorian's pretty much adventure of the week with a little bit of story. So... Yeah, the more I think about it, that's definitely going to be its own thing. Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, that whole Thrawn and I mean, we we even sort we even try to guess at you know we try to theorize about that in the beginning of of this whole review we we're doing that Thrawn and Ezra are very important to some someone's story, and it's mostly the story that's important here is um is is. Sabine and and uh, what's her name and Ahsoka, so it that is definitely all gonna lead to that, and it has to lead to that because there's that that clone that Rebel story has to finish up, has to wrap up, because we have no idea where either Ezra went, or I mean where Ezra and uh, uh Thrawn went to, right? Because we 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 don't we don't understand we don't know at what point. We, we don't know what happened to them. That's, that's literally what happens at the end of Rebels, that they disappeared right. into the... Into, like, a, into the, the warp. They, they get warped to, like, fucking light speed to somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, so, it, it, it makes it makes sense that there's a... That, like, the potential spinoff of Ahsoka would, would detail all that. And that they wouldn't, you know... This is essentially the backdoor pilot to that, yeah. Um, and it makes sense that it wouldn't happen in Mando because it's just too big of a story. It's mm-hmm. there's too much shit there. Yeah, there's uh, a lot. And, and like, hopefully, let, let's see. Hopefully, they actually do that because I mean, that's we you, we need to wrap up that loose end. You know, he was able, Filoni was able to wrap up Clone Wars, and now he needs to wrap up Rebels. Yeah, and I think this is how he's gonna do it. Hundred percent. <clears throat> yeah you know i'm excited to see where it so, goes man i'm excited to see what spinoffs because uh 
Bob Iger said that they're going to do multiple spinoffs off of Mandalorian. So I can think of well, Boba Fett right now. You have a few already. Boba Fett and... Boba uh, Fett's going to have one. Ahsoka. You have the Cash and Endor show. You have... Um, well, yeah, yeah. But I mean, spin-off, the... spin-off of Mandalorian specifically is what Bob Iger said. Oh. Which is just two right now. Yeah. Because I know you got Obi-Wan yeah. and you got Cassian. But, um, but you know, the, the, those have been in the works for a long time. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, so I want to I wanna mention something to you before we wrap this up. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a under uh you know the a theory or idea that this episode takes place before the ending of rebels good thing you brought that up because i was actually just i was actually just reading about it um so i need to watch that scene again but i remember i remember that you know ahsoka shows up to where was it wherever sabine was it was the ending of lothal and then that's when she recruits her there. So, I mean, I guess it's possible. Because she came in with the cloak. She has the cloak in, in the Mandalorian. And... it It's not white, though. In Rebels, she had it, and it was white. Yeah. She had I, the staff, too. She had the staff and the white one. I Yeah, it, it makes sense. Because I, I, I did see that, that article that you're talking about. And I did see Dave Filoni pretty much saying that, yeah, it's possible that it's not chronological. Which pretty much means he doesn't know. <laughs> he needs to well, figure I, out. I, I don't think. I, I don't think. I don't think he doesn't know. I'm pretty sure he knows. Dave Filoni wouldn't just do something in it yeah. just for the ether. That motherfucker is too smart. And you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm pretty. He knows. He just doesn't want to. Yeah. Say it because if he says it, then he probably ruins something that could potentially happen. As ah. in the spinoff show. Gotcha. You know, so, so he can't confirm it. He can't. okay. That being said, I do agree because. I think she's trying to find out information about Thrawn first to then go to Sabine like, hey, let's go get Ezra. And like you said, the reason why she's looking for Thrawn is to find Ezra. She's not going to go to a random villain and say, where's Ezra? They're going to go, who? <laughs> she needs to go, where is yeah. Grand Admiral Thrawn? And then they're going to go, oh, shit. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do I, I do feel that this happened right before the ending of Rebels. Yeah, I I, I agree um, with that because you it's true you don't know how much time has passed because they go back to Lothal. Yeah, because and that's also a good way of writing into the universe of where Sabine has been this whole time. She's been on Lothal keeping order. It makes sense. Yeah, because it, essentially in the ending, um, some time has clearly passed because they, they don't really say how much time has passed. Mm-hmm. Be- all we know is that the ending of Rebels happened after the Empire fell. That's all you know. Mm-hmm. But we don't know how much time after it happens because Hera had a child with You're Kenan, right. Hera did. Yeah, Hera Kenan, did have Kenan, a child. Kenan. And that child looked like he was like nine years old oh. or eight years old, something like that. So we don't actually really know how much time was in those chapters because it was just like these flashes of what has happened to these characters. Mm-hmm. So that ending scene could be right after, could be nine years, could be ten, you know, twelve years. We don't really know. I had forgotten about that. She's like really that. she's like piloting with her kid, right? Exactly. Oh, so that's what I'm saying like I we don't that we don't really know. We don't really know the timeline. They don't really say timeline. They just say, oh, after the Empire fell. And then, you know, they start talking about shit and that they were doing. Yeah, yeah. But we don't really know exactly how much time has passed. Mm-hmm. Unless they said it and I, and I and I don't remember. But I, I don't remember them ever. No, I don't I, I don't think they mentioned it either. I'll have to watch that, that but, last part of the episode again, though, just to get a refresher. They, they do mention it was after the Empire fell. Mm-hmm. No, I can see that. Because Rebel, because Rebels ends before Rogue One, mm-hmm. and then it jumps to after the Empire. Yeah, yeah, cool. Makes so, sense. It's a curious one, dude. I and I, I really do feel that um, that that was you know mm-hmm. the ending. That this is that this episode takes place before. Yeah. Damn. Um, now I'm really excited to see uh, 
a live action Thrawn now. Yeah, I, I, dude. I mean, Thrawn is probably one of the better better villains that Star Wars has created in the last few yeah. years. Yeah. And I, and I, I'm I'm excited for people to finally see him. Uh, somewhere <laughs> that's yeah. not animated or a book. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um... Damn, you know which actor I would love to see as Thrawn is the one that voiced the the Grand Inquisitor. That actor's so good. He's the bad guy in The Patriot. He would be a great live action Thrawn. Uh, you're talking about um, fuck. He's the guy from uh, the OA. What's his name? Yes, he is in the vo- in the OA. Let me see voice actor. I'm, I'm gonna look him up right now. Uh, Jason Isaacs. Jason Isaacs. There you go, Jason Isaacs. But um, he already voiced, you know, uh, Grand Inquisitor, and the voice of Thrawn is uh, Mads Mikkelsen's brother. So he's got the acting yeah. chops. He was one of the villains in one of the Sherlock seasons. So maybe they could just say fuck it and just use him again, the same way they used uh, Starbuck for Bo-Katan. Uh, honestly, I would prefer him to be it, man. I think he nailed uh, the. The calm demeanor, Thrawn. Yeah, yeah, he did. The calmness, the yeah, the you know the mentalness of that character. I I, I agree. Acting wise, he got the character on fucking point. But I guess physical wise, I think Jason Isaacs is the way to go. But yeah, they they could totally just get the, the thing other guy. Is that, but the thing is that I, I don't. Thrawn is not supposed to be physically menacing. Mm-hmm. He's mentally menacing. Yeah, yeah. He's just a, he's just this proper guy, mm-hmm. you know. He's he's tall and proper, so I, I don't I don't necess, I don't I don't need him to be a physically menacing person, which because he's not supposed to be that. Right. He's just supposed to be hyper intelligent. I think it's just because. He, l- let me look at Lars Mikkelsen's age, because he seems like he's an old guy. That's pretty much the gist old. of he's it. He's like probably fifty. He seems like he's too old. Ah, too old for the role doesn't but, really count because you know that that's an easy. I don't think it matters because he's gonna be in blue. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So I don't think it matters. And they can always just clean it up a bit either. Anyway, so and, and, and I'm pretty sure they're gonna put prosthetics on him. So he's 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 uh fifty six, fifty six. Yeah, he is pretty old. What I'm looking for in Thrawn, to be honest with you, is a tall, slender long faced person you know Jason you Isaacs know works? Jason Isaacs is 57 holy shit wow he's old he's older he's older than, than this guy Lars Mickelson wow Jason Isaacs just I mean, looks he was younger in Harry Potter Jason he Isaacs that. he was in Harry Potter yeah he's Malfoy's uh, father Malfoy's dad yeah Um. so yeah the person I'm, I'm really I really feel would be would work perfectly is um this dude uh from the doctor what's his name doctor from what doctor who man uh Capaldi his name Peter the Capaldi tall, the tall guy the tall guy the David, tall guy David the Tennant tall guy no, not David Tennant David Tennant's not that tall Oh, um, uh, the one from the Queen. The other guy, the Crown. Yes, the, the guy crown. from the Queen. The yeah, Crown. The crown. <laughs> What's his name? Matt something. Yeah, Matt. Um, Matt. Matt. I look for it right now. Yeah, I'm gonna put Doctor Who. Matt. Uh, Smith. Matt Smith. Matt Smith. Yeah, he. He. I think he'd be a perfect Thrawn, dude. Yeah, he could look it too. He has. The thing is that he has this very long face. He's got the Easter Island, the Easter Island great. statue head. <laughs> That's what he has. Yeah, exactly. And I think that works perfect for Thrawn. <laughs> That's Thrawn's face. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I, just, I think he would work, and he's tall and skinny, and I think, and I think he could really pull off the, the, the douchey, not douchey, but but the but the calm demeanor yeah. that Thrawn needs yeah yeah it could work and Matt Smith was supposed to be in one of these um, he was supposed to be in one of these movies he was supposed to be in wasn't uh, he Rise, supposed to be Rise of Skywalker right mm-hmm. I think he was supposed to be young young Sidious right or something like that that was a rumor like a, a clone w- or rumored? something yeah 
So, I don't know, man. Maybe they, 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 they tell him, I'm sorry, Matt, for fucking you over. But guess what? You're Thrawn now. You you're know? Thrawn. You're the fan favorite villain. Nice. It could he, work. He's a, he, he goes from being a doctor to the fan favorite. Yeah, man. Yeah. That will be good. And if you see him in the crown, he, he, really, he really has that demeanor. Mm. He has the Thrawn demeanor. Nice. So, I think he could pull it off, man. Well... I really I'm, do. I'm definitely excited for more Star Wars. Excited for these spinoffs. And any sequel of Rebels is... Hell yeah, man. Can't wait. Yeah, man. Um, any last thoughts about these two episodes, Pedro? Before well, we wrap it up? I guess the only nitpick that I can kind of mention about the, the, the Ahsoka episode is... As cool as the fight scene was... Ahsoka would have fucking wiped the floor with her with some force powers. Like, just force push. Get her off her balance. And it's game over. Like... Clone Wars always did that too, where the Jedi would fight regular people, and I'm like, why are you guys struggling? Just use the force push or some shit, and it's all over. So they kind of did yeah. that, but whatever, man. It, it, it was dramatic. It was a cool fight scene, I guess, at the end of the day. I, I, I think I think it's just because you want to give a level playing field. Like, I want to give you a chance to. That is kind to, of what I was. Me. Yeah, that's kind of what I understood about this fight. That Ahsoka clearly was like, all right. You know, let's do the little dance. Let, let, let's make it honorable. And I don't want to kill you. I want to question you. So I'll play your game. Yeah. So, yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> that was it. Like I said, um, it, it yeah, was a nitpick. I, 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 I wish she would have used the force more, too, to be honest with you. She, she didn't use it at the beginning when she threw that tree thing. Exactly. And then, and then when she jumped up to the platform, mm-hmm. you know, that's another force thing. But apart from that, she didn't really she didn't really do anything. Ooh, real quick order. before we leave, the droids were HKs, and if you are a fan of Kotar, you know the HKs are those assassin droids that talk shit and call uh and call humans meat bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I was kinda hoping so they would good. do that I mean, reference, but an HK reference is good enough for me. Yeah. And Dave Filoni we trust, man. Yep, yep. That guy, that guy knows his Star Wars lore, man. That's right. He loves that shit. Um, but yeah, uh, let us know what you thought about this episode. What did you think of Ahsoka? Do you know anything about Ahsoka? Uh, were you lost? Be like, who the hell is this Jedi chick? Where she's from? What is she doing? Let us know, cause we can tell you we have, or at least I have, um, some, some key some key episodes you could watch to, mm. to understand the Clone Wars and Rebels so you don't have to sit through a hundred and something episodes. Yeah, that's um, a lot. But if you have questions and you want to know what's up, let us know. We'll answer it on the next episode. You can always hit us up on our social media. We're on Instagram. We post every once in a while. That's right. So you hit us up there. DM us and we will answer your questions. Mm-hmm. But as usual, Oh, we got Popcorn Heels. That's our, that's our IG handle. That's right. In, ca- in case you didn't know. In case you didn't know. Anyways, till next time. Bye bye. <laughs>